1: Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, it's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time to hit the waiver wire like we do every single week. Another crazy week of football, some fun stuff going on in Fantasy. Some more injuries as well to the quarterback position, but don't fret. Don't worry because it's trick or treat season. We're going to find all the treats to put in your bag and then you can go bring it home and argue with your parents about what you're allowed to have. Pat Fitzmorris is here with me and D bro, Derek Brown, the king of bros. Gentlemen, uh, there's been a lot of people to play quarterback this year in the NFL. I just figured off the top of your head, see if you can guess the number of quarterbacks that have taken a snap so far in 2023 and we are just about done with eight weeks of the season. D bro, you want to take a shot at that number just uh, off the top Oof. of your head? Take an A snap. Take an A snap at the quarterback S- position this year. Ooh, 62. Okay. Pat Morris, would you like to go over or under that 62?
2: I'm going to go under. I'm going to say 51. Gonna price is right. His man's
1: oh, going to price is right. there you go. The, uh, the survey says 65. 65. Oh, oh my gosh. Close. I hit the under.
3: Oh, wow. you did.
1: Uh, you Didn't know, think that. Tommy DeVito <laughs> put it over the top for you at the end of the day, oh. but that's the kind of week it was in the NFL. And uh, it looks like we've got a lot of other injuries to talk about, but uh, we're going to break it all down for you. We're going to tell you who to add to your teams, make that all work. And speaking of adding things how about adding something really fun to your fantasy football collection, because we've got a winner for the ultimate custom one-of-one championship belt, courtesy of Trophy Smack. And that winner is Jonathan Dalupan. Jonathan Dalupan. You are the man. You won. Get in touch with us at customer support over at Mailbag at FantasyBros.com. Again, that's Mailbag at FantasyBros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to Fantasy Bros YouTube channel. And we'll get in touch with you again. The winner is Jonathan Dalupan. Congratulations, buddy. You're the big winner. And of course, that means something new is up for grabs. And if you want a chance to win a signed Dak Prescott Dallas Cowboys jersey, courtesy of Pristine Auction, the premier autographed sports memorabilia auction house, you need to subscribe to Fantasy Bros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on the video that's it that's all you got to do and we'll be announcing the winner right here on the channel so make sure to turn on those notifications so you know if you are the new big winner and whenever a new video comes out and if you didn't win you can still sign up at pristineauction.com. Use the link in that video description on YouTube and use that regi- registration code fantasy pros to get $10 off your first order. Gentlemen, it's time for the sleeper waiver wire pickup of the week. A guy that was one of my favorite plays in DFS or so the DFS show and the betting pros feed. He was cheap. He got all the targets. His name is Trey McBride, the pride of week eight. Rostered in just 28% of leagues for the Arizona Cardinals. Zach Ertz was out. Trey McBride, who had a an illustrious college career. Let's be honest. Anybody who watched Trey McBride knew this was the real deal. Uh, he had been waiting in the wings here. Finally, he got his opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals. Just to recap, he saw 14 targets in this game. I love it. Caught 10 of them for 95 and a tutty. D-Bro, I know we had a lot of discussions about Trey McBride on Friday, you and I. And uh, it was chalky and cheap. And it was delicious. It was a good way to start, I think, the Halloween season.
3: I mean, look, Trey McBride crushed, man. So, I mean, honestly, let's just talk about it. He's going to be my top pickup of the week as well. Look at what he did, man. 37% target share. I'm like, that, that, that is illustrious, no matter how, <laughs> yes. how much you slice that. But even before this week, the question we should be asking ourselves is, really? Zach Ertz was the reason this kid was not a full time player the entire season. Mm. I mean, look at what he's been doing even before this week. He was top 10 in yak per reception, receiving grade, third in yards per route run entering this week. So if you lost Darren Waller, you lost a lot, any of these other guys to injuries at tight end, Trent McBride is the guy to pick
1: up, and he's a plug and play top 12 tight end. Maybe just not even injuries to guys like Darren Waller, but Pat, mm-hmm. when we're talking about Kirk Cousins being down now, another downgrade at quarterback, right? What does that do to Hawkinson? We're not exactly sure how that's going to look going forward. Uh, Trey McBride in a few weeks is slated to get. Kyler Murray back, most likely under center. Is this going to be the new look Arizona Cardinals with Amari DiMarcado and Trey McBride and Kyler Murray? Are we going to see something interesting here down the stretch? And is Trey McBride a part of their plans now for the rest of 2023?
2: I think he is for sure, Joe. And uh, yeah, we are seeing... The return of Kyler Murray is like, that's, that's Pac-Man gobbling the power pill. And uh, you know, like he's going to have super capabilities here when he's got the quarterback upgrade. So we like the skinny target tree there too. Um, It's Rondale Moore who the Cardinals don't really throw to that much. He's, he's more Mm -hmm. of a gadget guy, a few targets for Michael Wilson, some targets for Marquise Brown. And then Trey McBride has room to slot in here. Mm -hmm. And like, the the Cardinals' offense has been more functional than we would have expected in the season. Like, both mm-hmm. running game and passing game, although the passing game, a little limited with Dobbs, It's going to take flight, I think, with Kyler Murray, um, since they do have that balance and can run the ball effectively. So I'm I'm pretty excited here. I mean, McBride was the top tight end in the 2022 draft coming out of Colorado State. We really liked him and he just has not had the runway yet until now. And now he's got it. And uh, we're we're clear for takeoff.
1: Great Great kid. too. I remember those draft profiles on him. They were terrific. He's a really good kid. Good family. You know, really. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for Trey McBride. Go ahead, D. The Cardinals, don't they
3: feel like the Desert Commanders, like the, this team that just stays in every single game? They, they, they are somehow puffy. you look yeah. away, you're like, holy crap, the the Cardinals put up 30
1: points again this week. Like, how yeah. did that happen? But it keeps happening. I don't know. But look, I I mean, honestly, my answer to that is coaching. So for all the jokes in the offseason about the changing head coach there. You know, if you see effort level at that level, typically it's built into the coaching level to get these guys to play with that sort of commitment every single snap. And then they don't quit in games. That's very important. Running backs. All right, let's get to the running back position and we're going to stay in Arizona for uh, Amari DeMarcada. We kind of called it. On the show last week, we all said, you know, it's too early to go dropping him. Don't think we want to do that yet. Uh, a lot of people did. We said if people, after spending a lot of money, got disappointed after one week to drop him. Uh, it was probably the wrong thing to do uh, in this week. 20 carries for 78 for him. He finishes RB 24 and half PPR. Fitz, uh, he is rostered in 45% of leagues. So if you're looking for RB help with a lot of guys on bye coming up in week nine here. Uh, is mercado another guy that you feel good about plugging and playing and being useful, even potentially when Connor returns?
2: Sort of. Um, I don't know about when Connor returns, Joe, like they have been inclined to use him as a workhorse. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any standalone value to Mercado once Connor gets back. But um, as far as whether to pick up Mercado, kind of an interesting um, like arguments on on both sides here. Uh, So first of all, I I think Connor is first eligible to come back in week 11. So that gives Di Mercado two more weeks Mm -hmm. as the lead back. But the matchups are tough in those two weeks. It's the Browns, whose defense is terrific all around, and the Falcons, who've been really good against the run. So um, plus Keontae Ingram played a fair amount of snaps on Sunday and actually ran more routes than Di Mercado. But Di Mercado is the primary uh, ball carrier. And... I talked about how their running game has actually been pretty good, Joe. The Cardinals went into week 8 ranked 7th in running game DVOA. Like so they have been in the top quarter of the league as far as effectiveness running the ball, pretty impressive. So even though these matchups are not glowing the next 2 weeks. Uh look, we're we're in a 14 team bye week in week 9. Mm-hmm. So people are going to have holes to fill and uh, like I think DeMarcado can be a spackleback for you uh, <laughs> I like in week that. 9. So, um, yeah, you know, if, if you've got a hole, I, I think it's you can justify like 10 to 12 percent for mercado
1: I think I saw them uh, open for the Mighty Mighty Boston's back in the mid 90s. <laughs> they were really good. Uh, Derek Brown. Uh, look, I don't want to spend too much time here on Amari mercado but because um, we've talked about him for a few weeks now. But just for the folks that are still out there, are you kind of where Pat is where, hey, it's another couple weeks where you can get some flex RB appeal out of this guy?
3: There's a Nickelback joke in there somewhere. I tried not to make it,
1: but then again, this is how you remind me of who you really are. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there's a joke in there somewhere and I can't, I can't come up with it. Oh
3: man. But with Jerry Mercado. Yeah, I mean, I think the next two weeks and he's going to be at that fringe, like borderline RB2 status because he's getting the work. He's almost gotten 20 touches over the last two weeks, 70 total yards. And to Pat's point, so Cleveland, I'm worried about their secondary, but I'm not worried about the run defense. Like their bottom five in explosive run rate yards to contact per attempt allowed. And what we talked about, like Arizona has been running the ball extremely well. Like their offensive line is top five mm-hmm. in yards before contact per attempt. So I think that matchup is one where I'm probably still going to be ranking De mercado at like somewhere between RB 23 and RB 25 this week. So yeah. I'm going to have him in that range. So if he's still out there,
1: yes, spend the 10 to 12%, get him on your roster. Uh, week nine team buys, by the way, just to remind everybody at the top here, Javante Williams will be gone for the Broncos. Uh, the Lions, you won't have Montgomery, not that you've had him last few weeks, but you won't have Gibbs either, Travis Etienne and Christian McCaffrey. So some big names there on the running back position. They're not going to be available To you all this week. Now, who are the pretenders? Who are the contenders? We're about halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game, and new customers can bet just five bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every single game day this October. A lot of fun games on the slate. We'll get to them on our Betting Pros Look Ahead show today, so check that out also. But get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS, and new customers can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code Fantasy PROS, the crown
4: is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. Twenty. One plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Right now, I want to take some time to celebrate our everyday champions, our cars. Thanks to eBay Motors, we're keeping our rides running as smoothly as our fantasy teams. Our cars are more than just vehicles; they're partners in our daily hustle. They're there for the early morning commutes, the weekend getaways, and every crucial errand in between. Remember those times your car was the MVP, getting you to that important meeting, or helping you make a last-minute pickup? Just like the right player in fantasy football, the right car makes all the difference in our daily game of life. The dependability a car provides is one of the cornerstones of our daily lives, which is why it's so important to maintain our vehicles the way we maintain our fantasy teams. Just like a well-managed fantasy team, maintaining your car requires strategy and force. Foresight. It's all about knowing when to make those crucial upgrades or timely repairs. Ever experienced the triumph of a DIY fix on your car? That perfect moment when everything comes together and your vehicle runs as smoothly as planned? That's what eBay Motors brings to the table. Ensuring each part you choose is not just a temporary solution, but a perfect fit for your car's needs. Speaking of perfect fits, whether it's choosing the right fantasy player or finding the ideal part for your car, the right fit can make your day. There's a unique satisfaction when everything into place, be it a winning fantasy lineup or a car part that enhances your ride. That's why eBay Motors is dedicated to making sure you get that perfect fit every time.
1: Let's see if there's some other running backs that might be ours this week. Royce Freeman, 22% rostered. I know we talked about Daryl Henderson. Henderson saw 46 snaps, Freeman 53. Uh, Obviously, in terms of the routes, they were pretty close. In terms of the carries, they were pretty close there. Henderson got more targets. Freeman did not. But Debro, 22% rostered, looking for some of these guys out there. And in the running back market, in terms of spend, how do you approach Freeman this week if he is still out there? Which, I mean, 80% of leagues he is two to three percent uh i mean i'm I'm really throwing out men
3: bids for him and this is not uh take lock you know i was not big on picking him up last week and and i know he got more work this week but i think this backfield just going to be a mess Uh, if daryl henderson if sean McVay is not going to lean on just one guy and and daryl henderson's not going to be that primary guy almost 60 percent of the snaps last week now considering what we've seen in week eight this is just going to be a mess and now we have kyron williams coming back in the next few weeks so I mean, really, like, if you, if I were to ask you, Joe, who's definitively going to get the running back touches in the red zone? Would any of us <sighs> know the answer for that? No. So no. I
1: mean, I, I'm not going to spend up for Dar- Royce Freeman. No, and and I understand that. I, I think that's a very reasonable <laughs> scenario that you're laying out there. Uh, Fitz, let's get your take here on this Rams backfield too with Freeman.
2: Uh, Debro asked how many, who, like, who's going to get the touches in the red zone? That might be a hypothetical question. If Brett Ripon is playing quarterback no. for the fair. Uh, fair. Los Angeles Rams this week, we don't know what Matthew Stafford's status is. As we record this, he banged his That's thumb fair. several times. For some reason, the Rams decided to call a two point conversion pass to him and uh, let him bang his thumb again once uh, once more when he dove for the end zone. Yep. You can see um, in his face too when he came up. Oh, yeah, Not pretty. That, looked, that looked painful I guess we should so. make it
1: 66, guys. Move that quarterback number up to 66 <laughs> up that board. It's like you mentioned the prices, right? It's like that yep. yodeler. Remember that yodel guy used to go it, up the yes. hill and go up the hill and then eventually just went a little too far and then he came crashing down to his death. That kind of feels like the quarterback <laughs> I thought we were going to get you to yodel for a second. I thought that was about <laughs> to happen. You know that. Every sick kid knows that song every kid oh, yeah. knows <laughs> the yodelahy who song and if you don't mm-hmm. then i feel sad for your childhood but continue or, or the
2: or the kids who weren't actually <laughs> sick but fake being sick so they could stay home and watch the price we is know right. which one's so, uh, after yeah. that comment hello <laughs> yeah so um freeman is part of a, a two-man backfield until we get the return of kyron williams No, they might not have Matthew Stafford this week, but maybe that means they run the ball more and they're playing the Packers, who do not have a great run defense. So it's possible it could help. I don't know. Uh, probably doesn't help that that uh <laughs> with the lack of touchdown you are building up a equity. really good
3: narrative pat like yeah, i was, going, like, I was like, like man i can't
2: I like, stick with that right. narrative it's too phony too phony so God. but yeah as a guy who's going to play in a 14 bye week if you're looking to patch a hole and there's uh ample competition on your
1: waiver wire and it's it's going to be difficult like i could see spending six to seven percent on free okay uh he's got the green bay packers this coming week too so we'll see they're in green bay for that one uh um, Uh, One more guy to talk about, Zach Charbonnet. I want to highlight him because, again, it wasn't a lot of work, but, man, it looked good when he was doing it. And this is kind of our thing, Pat, which is Charbonnet was a running back we all really liked. And then he landed in Seattle and we all were kind of confused. And it's been Ken Walker's backfield who has earned that role to be the starter and be the man. But – Looking forward here right now, Charbonnet is rostered in 50 percent of leagues. He is still available in half of leagues out there. And it feels like this might be one of the more valuable pieces in all fantasy, just hovering on waiver wires if an injury should strike or if anything should happen. Maybe Walker gets a little case of the fumble. Something happens there and you see more Charbonnet. So this is the stage where we kind of know the teams that are competing for championships to competing in the playoffs. If you're one of those teams, how aggressive should you be on Charbonnet?
2: Pretty aggressive. Um, I I do. I hate the term league winner, Joe, just despise that term. But if anything happened Mm -hmm. to Walker and you had Charbonnet on your team, I mean, that is the turbo boost uh, for fantasy teams in the the back half of the season. Um, And I I don't think people are going to maybe look at the touches and the the snap share this week and think like a backfield takeover is happening. I don't think so. Walker is dealing with uh, a calf issue. Missed some practices this week. I just think Charbonnet was the healthier guy this week, which is why he outsnapped Kenneth Walker. Um, but man, we have seen like if Charbonnet operated as a lead back, he would be truly valuable. And I think there mm-hmm. might be might be standalone value here because we know Pete Carroll is very merocratic in the way he runs his backfield. Like if, if players prove themselves, he will give them snaps. And I think Zach Charbonnet has to be in his circle of trust at this point, with uh, as good as he's looked. So, um, yeah, maybe a little bit of standalone value now. Probably not a guy you'd feel super comfortable starting in the next week or two, as long as Kenneth Walker's calf is okay and he's still playing. But man, if anything happened to Walker, I mean, Charbonnet is just a lottery ticket long term. Well, I
1: think that's what you want. You're looking for outs. And more importantly, too, to Pat's point, Derek, is. you know, if this guy does have that, I'd say it, the league winning potential, if something should happen where he gets the backfield, you can't let that potential go to another roster. So it feels like no. you know, a little bit of aggression in terms of your bidding is appropriate here on Charbonne because of the talent and because of the possible range of outcomes that he might have here down the stretch.
3: Yeah, you want to act like the Hulk. It's all measured aggression here, baby. You're always mad. And that's how you need to put this bid in this week. 10, 12 to 15 percent is absolutely what you need to be doing. And all the parts and pieces we've talked about he could, he would own this backfield if anything happened to Walker. And, and I'm not going to dismiss, like, I don't know d- definitively as we're recording this. Does Kenneth Walker play next week? Because mm. Charbonnet outsnapped him, got almost 60% of the snaps this week. Kenneth Walker did not even practice until Friday. And then. Oh, he's just in for a full practice, which Fridays are a walkthrough day anyway, so they can kind of flub that. We've seen other teams kind of do that, like the one week where Javante Williams didn't practice and he was a full and then he comes out to the media and he's like, I didn't practice in full all week. Mm-hmm. So with the practice reports, I take them with a grain of salt. But for considering what we've seen in this last week and Kenneth Walker didn't even practice last week. Mm-hmm. I'll be very curious to see what his practice reports open as on Wednesday. So I want people, yes, bid aggressively for, for Zach Charbonnet because the upcoming matchups, like they get the Baltimore Ravens this upcoming week. I understand people are scared of that secondary, but much like the Browns, you can run on Baltimore. So Washington,
1: w- you can run on them. The Rams, yep. same thing. The playoff schedule is tricky though, because you've got Philly, I mean, Tennessee in that grouping here, but that's, question that's for fair. you guys too. So if you guys are in the, uh, 10 percent range for Demarcado. we're going over that we're more 12 to 15 mm. for uh charbonnet correct everyone's kind of on board with that concept yeah. for the audience okay uh let's continue on here yeah. uh, should you drop this guy here jaleel mclaughlin jeff wilson are these guys droppable i still want to hold wilson derek what about you i still want to hold wilson mclaughlin i think his backup
3: role is being you start, like javante williams The, the they, and the they let him go for them he, too. He, he, J- Javante has now gotten the Brees Hall treatment. We talked about this all week, Joe, like in the yeah, DFS show, like mm-hmm. they unleash that man. So you can drop Jaleel. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I want to hold on to El Jefe. I, I think right. that he is going to be the RB2 in that backfield. And we know
1: what that what kind of value that holds. Pat, are you on board with that, too? We're dropping McLaughlin and we're keeping or holding Jeff Wilson, who's on that bubble right now. Yep. McLaughlin
2: looks good. Just doesn't get enough touches. Wilson, I mean, look at the two guys ahead of him. A Chain is uh, like A has gotten hurt twice, started the season hurt, is hurt now, and we know Raheem Mostert's injury history. So uh, yes, I, I agree. I want to hold on to mm-hmm. Wilson, and I'm not as concerned about McLaughlin.
1: Pat, let's take a look at some of these other guys floating around there, real quick, at running back. Devin Singletary got uh, 23 snaps, uh, 10 carries yesterday. Taji Spears still around again. Trade deadline looming, but they say they're not dealing Derrick Henry. Pierre Strong, Bigsby, you know Mitchell's on a buy, so I don't know if we want to be adding him this week. Regal Dowdle, any of those names pop to you at all, Pat? Spears is another guy. I mean, I'd almost put
2: him in the Charbonnet category, maybe just a tick below potential league winner if anything happens to Derrick Henry. And maybe they've told Derrick Henry they're not going to trade him. It wouldn't be the first time a team lied to a player. <laughs> that's um, true. In, in which case, Spears obviously would gain immense value. So he's yep. he's the most attractive of these potential guys. And um, yeah, like Singletary, I mean, that's going to be a shared backfield and, and not a prolific one. So not as excited about him.
1: D bro. Uh, any of those other floating names out there running back mean anything to you? Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll... Double down on Pat's point. Tajay
3: Spears, if anything happened to Derrick Henry, would be a top 12, top 15 running back. He's near, he's top five in every efficiency metric I can find out there. So love him. I think he needs to be in that same conversation as Zach Charbonnet. The other names I'll mention here real fast, uh, Tank Bigsby and Rico Dowdle. Uh, Travis Etienne did get banged up this last week. Now I know he came back at the end of the game, but we'll see what happens with the ankle issue. So if etm would have left that game and not come back we'd be talking about him in the same type of ilk um even though they do have a buy but rico dowdle is a guy that i think like especially if you're in deeper leagues or you have the bench space if anything were to happen to tony pollard rico dowdle would get everything Mm -hmm. everything so we don't talk about all these valuable
1: handcuffs dowdle honestly should sit at the top of that hill all right, uh, before we switch gears and talk about the wide receivers to add this week, don't forget that the best way to get tickets for any of the games that we're talking about is on GameTime, the official ticketing app of the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind when you make a purchase, and they let you even view your view of the seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They're all-in prices show you the total upfront. How refreshing is that? So you always know that you're getting a great deal on your tickets and it takes no time at all. You can buy the tickets within seconds, two taps. That's all it takes. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app right now, create an account and redeem that promo code fantasy pros for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create the account, redeem the code fantasy pros. That's fancy pros, all one word for $20 off and download game time right now for last minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed wide receivers. Let's talk about a wide receiver. We guarantee every single week that we want to talk about, and we're still talking about him and he is still 35% rostered. What do we have to do to get Rashid Shaheed on your roster folks? I don't know what happened. Uh, Rashid Shahid uh, was on my roster. Unfortunately, he was in my starting lineup yesterday, which made me very, very upset, but, Again, I digress, at least I have him, at least I've got him, and I'm still going to win that matchup, so all is not lost. But uh, what a game for Shahid, too. Uh, three for three, so yeah, you can get a lot of the targets, but he gets all the deep ones. 143 and a touchdown. He almost had a touchdown last week in that uh, standalone game, too. Uh, Debro, Rashid Shahid is a guy that, you know, they will try to open up that field a little bit, and he is that guy. He is beating corners, he is fighting for footballs, and he is making some big splash plays. Maybe not the big volume guy in terms of targets, but he is the big play guy. And I think that's the kind of guy you love to have on your roster for Flex Spot.
3: Oh, absolutely. He's the guy that could win you a week from the flex spot. And we've seen him do it three times, Joe. He's got three outings with at least 18 fantasy points. It's the third time this season he has gone over 80 receiving yards. It's the formula I keep talking about every week in the primer. And we discuss on this show weekly and people still don't want to pick up Rashid Shahid. That's fine. If you don't like fantasy points. I don't know what to tell you. But with Shahid, it's does the team run a lot of zone? Okay, check. Do they suck versus deep passing? Check, check. <laughs> then why would you not like Shahid, especially with these upcoming matchups? Chicago Bears, the Minnesota mm-hmm. Vikings. Each one of these defenses utilizes zone on over seventy percent of their defensive snaps. So these next two weeks, and we talked about this two weeks ago. Laker was like, "Hey, this upcoming stretch of schedule for Rashid Shahid could be amazing. He could be a top thirty-six guy in every single one of these weeks." So, so if you haven't picked him up, please amend this problem for your fantasy roster and grab What's the him percentage.
1: Now. What's the percentage that you're going to spend on him?
3: I'm willing to go six to eight percent. Okay. I think that people could say that that's aggressive, but I think it's appropriate considering what we've seen out of his production. If he comes down with the deep targets, he's probably going to help you
1: win your week. Pat, how do you feel about Shahid? I know it's a guy we've talked about, just like DiMarcado. I feel like we get here and we keep talking about these guys and they keep producing and they keep, you know, just floating around waiver wires. What do you think here?
2: I'm with Debra on 6 to 8%. I think he's by far the most attractive, widely available wide receiver. And uh, Joe, just like a camel, can go a long way on just a little bit of water. I think Rashid Shahid <laughs> is the camel of fantasy football because he doesn't need a lot of targets and you can still get a lot of mileage out of him. Um, it, it's just, you know, like... The efficiency has been through the roof now. Uh, This is the second straight year of it. And um, like not a lot of targets and he's still making these big splash plays and uh, earning our trust enough that he can be in our fantasy lineups every week, especially against these zone heavy teams.
1: Yeah, uh, hopefully there's no turf toe because you don't want that as a camel. That's usually the worst thing you can have. All right, let's get to another receiver as well. Uh The next one well, It's a tough injury for a wide receiver. You ever want them to have that? Let's get to uh, another wide receiver. Jahan Dotson had a good day. He is rostered in 51% of leagues right now. Uh, I know he's a player that's been dropped quite a bit. Pat, when it comes to Jahan Dotson, should people be chasing what they saw last week? Because I know we had high expectations for him and that it didn't come to fruition. So we got frustrated and we've seen it time and time again where fortunes can change. Is Dotson a changing fortune or something that's going to cost you money in the long term?
2: A really good player, but I'm not ready to fully trust him. I think Terry McLaurin is the only guy who's going to get consistent targets in this offense. We've seen sort of. Burst of logan thomas value um we know that sam uh howell is going to throw to his slot guys whether it's curtis samuel or jameson crowder as was the case yesterday um antonio gibson has games where he's catching some balls so i just don't know if their production is going to be steady enough to warrant um a significant
3: fab expenditure or a roster spot
1: derek your thoughts on dotson
3: I think he's absolute and total fool's gold. I'm, I don't want to spend a penny on him. Okay. Um, his numbers have trended up barely, like ever so slightly against zone heavy teams. And that's what Philly is almost 70% zone, but he's disappeared. And it's been the Terry McLaurin show. And as far as man coverage, and if you look at the upcoming matchups, they get the Patriots who man coverage heavy, then they get Seattle, okay, their zone. But then you get Giants and the Cowboys, who are also top five in man coverage rates. So I think this is a case of where I'm sorry if you didn't start Jahan Dotson. There was not a whole lot of reasons for you to have faith in him and plugging him into your lineup, but I'm not chasing that on the waiver wire this week.
1: All right, are we chasing Jaden Reed, DeBro, who uh, led all pass catchers in Week Eight uh, for the Green Bay Packers? Uh, he caught four of the six targets that he had. Uh, good enough for wide receiver thirty-five. That's back-to-back weeks where he was wide receiver twenty-four and thirty-five. So it was Reed, somebody that uh, it's twenty-five percent roster still has some use, maybe going forward with at least a bench spot, if not a streaming start.
3: Oh, definitely agree. Two to 3% of your fab. I'm totally fine with getting Jaden Reed. And if you look at, he's had all of the high cholesterol usage, all of these wonderful <laughs> targets that we want. He's top 20 in deep, uh, deep targets. He's seventh amongst wide receivers and red zone targets. And you look at the upcoming matchups, the Rams and the Chargers give up the second and fourth most receiving yards to opposing slot wide receivers. So yeah, Jaden Reed has some flex value in the upcoming weeks.
1: Pat, I know you're tough on a lot of the Green Bay Packers, but is Reed uh, an asset here to fantasy teams down the stretch?
2: I'm skeptical because it took a Christian Watson disappearance just for him to have low-level wide receiver three value. So um, okay. I'm, I'm
1: a little more dubious uh, about his outlook than Debro is. All right, uh, let's go to some of the other guys, too. You want to drop Wandell Robinson and Curtis Samuel. Are those guys drop-worthy for you right now, Pat?
2: wandale yes i don't want any giants receiver whatsoever um mm. samuel i'd be willing to drop him if if you have to add someone if you have to i get it but
1: um he i i think he still has like low level depth value Debro, how about you these two receivers wandale robinson uh curtis samuel samuel had a nice little run there but then it seems like <laughs> it's a repeat of last year right nice little run and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it starts to disappear again and it never returns
3: well, with Samuel, I was writing him up for that. We were writing him up for the waiver wire column, and we were talking about these slot matchups that he had coming up. If you're picking him now or holding him, you're just chasing or
1: you're hoping that that comes back around. True. No, both of these guys droppable. I'm fine with it. Two guys out there in Detroit who are going to be on a buy this week. I don't know if you want to sneak them through waivers or just let them go. Josh Reynolds, Jamison Williams, D, you want to sneak these guys through or just let them stay out there?
3: No, oh, I, I totally want to sneak him through. I mean, look, Detroit coming up against the Chargers coming off the bye. Chargers mm-hmm. are bottom three against everything for wide receivers. So, yeah, both of those guys could hold flex appeal, especially Jamison Williams. If, you, if both of these guys are on the waiver wire, I'll take the ceiling shot with Jamo because I know what his role is. His, he has a 22 a dot. The chargers are bottom five against deep passing. So if I'm looking for the ceiling outcome and that type of play that if he catches two of the, he could have a Rashid Shahid type of stat line mm-hmm. when they come out of the bye. that's the guy I would prioritize out of these two uh, lions wide receivers,
1: Pat, Michael Wilson, Khalil Shakir, Demario Douglas, three names. I think the casual fantasy football fan is still kind of learning, but, uh, one that the deeper leagues are certainly aware of are any of these three guys or maybe all three of these guys worthy of speculation here down the stretch
2: if Kendrick Bourne is out for a while Demario Pops Douglas is the best wide receiver on the New England Patriots and I do think mm-hmm. he's going to develop into a fantasy uh relevant player here with some some runway um like Juju and Devonte Parker just haven't been doing it uh Kenyon Bo- Booty just
0: not a no. Booty, not
2: Kenyon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no, there, Michael Wilson, same thing, Kyler Murray coming back that enhances his outlook. And I like, he's, he's good. Like he's an actual very good mm-hmm. rookie like Puka Nakua, not to the same extent, sort of a late round gem mm-hmm. in this year's rookie class. And, uh, as much of a truther for Khalil Shakir as I am, I just worry. I, I think, his enhanced usage in week eight was largely because the Bills were down to one tight end, just Dalton Kincaid. And I think when they right. get, uh, they're going to be without Dawson Knox for a while. But I, I do wonder if, um, who's our is it Quentin Morris, as that is mm-hmm. the other
1: uh, mm-hmm. tight end? Like when he comes back, I, I wonder. We if do have might... news that just came through on my playbook. I've got it right here, <laughs> right on the app. This is why you download the app, people. Kendrick Bourne suffered a torn ACL injury ah, he is done for the season. So, uh, man, kind sucks. of perfect timing for this conversation. Terrible timing for Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Pat, it all at once, you excited me and depressed me when you said that uh, Pop Douglas could be the best wide receiver for the New England Patriots. So now, does that calculus change a little bit more for you, even? Yeah, no, I think he moves
2: up more into the Rashid Shahid class. Like, it's it's okay. now those guys are 1-2 on the
1: week at wide receiver. All right, let's get to the streaming guys for the week. Before we do, if you need new tires for your car... Discount Tire is your go-to. They have exceptional service and you get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. They have this really cool feature too called Treadwell which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on tire performance as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and your driving habits. Discount Tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country so it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels and here's a pro tip from the experts at Discount tire you can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle and it's important to check for safety so if it's been over a month since you last checked your tire pressure stop by one of their local stores for a free tire safety and air pressure check discount tire let's get you ready for the road and let's get you taken care of let's get some of these streamers taken care of as well d bro let's start with you at the quarterback position who do you want to stream in week nine quarterbacks,
4: tight ends, and defenses.
3: Keep talking about him. Keep bringing up his name. People can laugh about it, but he's putting up the production. Derek Carr, baby. He's going to give us the Chicago Bears this week. He's only rostered in 36% of leagues. Over the last three weeks, people, Derek Carr has been the QB 12 mm-hmm. in fantasy points per game. Now going against Chicago, fifth most fantasy points per game, second most passing touchdowns allowed to quarterbacks. Yeah, Derek Carr. Pick up him and Rashid Shahid. You need players to sit here and go with your lineup. That's true. With That's five true. weeks, that stack could bring home the bacon this week Fitz
2: who's bringing home the bacon a
1: QB for you this week
2: Gardner Minshew versus the Carolina Panthers yeah, but- he's been a little up and down uh let's <laughs> hope this is an up week the Panthers are 18th in DVOA against the pass and have been dealing with some injuries in the secondary I thought the Texans were going to take advantage in week eight they really didn't but maybe we'll see the Colts cash in on the uh the Panthers struggles against the pass
1: all right. I know tight end is a little loaded because our streamer of the week was Trey McBride. Uh, Pat, is there somebody else for you that besides Trey McBride that uh, might be streamable this week at tight end? The open ended
2: straight flush draw, Joe. I'm going you back know, to Taysom Hill. Well, and I, I keep recommending him. And over the last three games, Taysom Hill has had 83 rushing yards, 113 receiving yards, 48 passing <laughs> yards and three touchdown rods so many different ways this guy returns value Uh, i keep playing this open ended straight flush draw joe and i'm making straights and flushes so
1: uh let's keep going you look like phil ivy of fantasy football uh he is tight end nine (laughs) tight end five and tight end one the last three weeks folks if you're keeping score at home and he is just 42 percent rostered over on A sleeper right now. I don't know what people are thinking about. D bro, I know you're in on Trey McBride, so I don't want to waste too much time. We already talked about him. Let's skip ahead to the defenses of the week. Who do you want to stream this week on the D?
3: Uh, For me, it's going to be the New England Patriots going against the Washington Commanders, and I (laughs) I'm not going to tell you that they're fantastic, but (laughs) you look up every single category for sacks, pressures, all these different things for Sam Howell. Uh, Yeah, the Patriots are going to be able to get pressure. And they're going to be able to sack him. And those lead to
1: fantasy points, people. So start the Patriots. And we all know the commanders play up and down to the competition, so we know which commanders will show up this week. Uh, next one on here, Pat, for you, a defense, who do you want to stream this week?
2: The Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they get the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to be going against Jaron Hall in his first Ooh. NFL start. <sighs> rookie quarterbacks making their oh, You group- know,
1: it sounds a lot, Pat, like what we talked about last week with Will Levis, and then all of a sudden that Oh, don't, don't, don't.
3: Jaron Hall I'm is just saying, not Will Levis. Don't go there. I'm just saying. Don't. It
1: sounds really familiar in last week's conversation. Pardon. Well, Levis,
2: Levis was at least a day two pick. Jaron Hall is oh. a day three guy, so uh, I'm not overly Thor's optimistic. Thor's ears, loins,
3: and his whole soul are burning somewhere <laughs> here in that Jaron Hall can love. We never, okay,
1: ever can we agree never to say Thor's loins on the show ever again? <laughs> I'll try not to. I can't promise anything, Joe. Bat, go ahead, make your case for the Falcons. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's it.
2: You're going against a late-drafted rookie quarterback. uh, Rookie quarterbacks in their first NFL starts, you know, they're going to make mistakes. I think we get at least, like, one interception out of Jaron Hall, probably some sacks, too.
1: I would hope that the Atlanta Falcons defense got together uh, and said, hey, uh, we need to figure things out. By the way, Grady Jarrett also uh, done, so he will not be playing the rest of the season. That's a— Another big loss here. A lot. So many injuries this year. It's why we got to stay vigilant with these waiver wire pickups. And make sure you're checking out the waiver wire column, too, that the boys put together every single week. FantasyBros.com. That's the place to find it. It gets updated as well. Plus, our waiver wire rankings are available. You can uh, check out the waiver assistant over at My Playbook, Gentlemen, for those who don't have the free agent budget, what is the order of adding free agents this week on The Wire? Pat, let's start with you. Who are your top five ads for week Eight. Excuse me. Week nine. Pardon me.
2: I'm going to prioritize the running backs, Joe. So it's going to be Zach Charbonnet, number one. Ty J Spears in the same vein. Number two, uh, number three in the more uh, utile, immediately utile guy in a four team bye week. Uh, Daryl Henderson, if he's there, if not, we can just (laughs) sub in Royce Freeman, then Trey McBride, then Rashid Shahid.
1: I love that my vocab always gets better every show that I work with Pat. That's like a big plus for me. I'm always trying to improve that. The word of the day toilet paper was working out for me, but working with Pat twice on Monday, always much better. Uh, bro, your top five ads for week nine. What do you have? I always feel like I come out of this show just a little bit smarter.
3: Uh, number one for me <laughs> is going to be Trey McBride. I mean, you're telling me I can get a, a plug and play top 12 tight end off of the waiver wire. Yeah, that's my number one guy. After that, I'm going to go more of a short term view players that I'm looking at. Can you plug them in? And some of these offer some long term value as well. So number two is Amari Di Mercado. Number three is Rashid Shahid. Four is Demario Pop Douglas. And five, Zach
1: Jarbonnet. Yeah, Demario Douglas, uh, potentially in those deeper leagues, too. That's a player, absolutely. I think people are going to have to watch there. All right, that'll do it for us, everybody. Again, if you need more help on the waiver wire, go to fantasybros.com. Check out the waiver wire column. Use the rankings for waiver wire. Use my playbook for the waiver assistant. Use all the tools we're giving you out there. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Drop the comment below because you might win a Dak Prescott jersey if you do. It's a pretty nice one there. So that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Pat and Debro,
4: I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasypros.
3: 2025 QX 80
0: coming this summer for all the parents out there picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day.